Hey, Mike. Hey, tired boy. I'm, I'm a little tired. I just, uh, I was like getting ready for this and I was like did a little uh, cycle this morning. So, nice, I did too. I'm all, I'm all fired up. And then did I was you do like, a Peloton oh, this morning? I did. Did a little, they say low impact. That's baloney, man. <laughs> it was it's very high impact for me. Yes, it was high impact. Right. <laughs> So cool. as you can tell, I'm uh, standing today. I see that. Me too. So I heard you you had some exercises we were going to kind of go through, and then we can kind of chat about them. And uh, I do have an exercise mat. I don't know if I'll need it, but uh, it's here. Yeah, I, brought, I got one out here as well. So this is what I was thinking. We could just talk about just some general exercises that people do and possibly talk about ways to make them better or like um, some common um faults that they do when they're doing them oh, okay cool yeah because as you well know you could eat a bowl of soup out of my my lower back <laughs> when i do that plank it ain't chowder good. it's a bowl of chowder yes. it's not good <laughs> no um so yeah it would be good to maybe get some pointers on how to do some of these things properly right um right uh, where should we start why don't we start there oh great Fantastic. Because I know how much you love Lovely. the plank. All I right. do love the plank. We might need to so adjust I'm, cameras uh, here, though, because you're a little high. Yeah, I'm going to lower this sucker down here. Same and here. Uh, see if we can kind of get get me planks. Nope. Okay. Boom. All right. There's my little exercise, Matt. Let's see. All right. You're doing oh, great. Yeah. I'm lowering Lovely. down as well. Hang with me, folks. Cool. Will do. Um, so yeah, I, are we like forearming it? Boom. We doing some high planks. What's the? We're we're gonna forearm it. Oh boy, um, those are always the right. hardest. Can you see me okay here? Am I blurry? Yeah, I got you. No, you're right. good. I can see you. Awesome. I can see you perfectly. All right. Cool. So why don't we start? Let me see what your plank looks like. Oh crap. And, and then we'll All go right. from there. Sure. All right. So. Forearms down, plank, and then that I think is my plank. Okay. Good. So hang out there. Bad. I want everyone. Okay. I want everyone to take a look at what's going on. Not an awful plank. We're not eating chowder out of your oh, lumbar right. spine, but you have a little too much hip flexion and knee flexion. Oh, okay. So take there. Out. You go. Yep. Now try to tuck your pelvis underneath you a little bit more. Good. Oh. Straighten those. Straighten the knees and hips a little more. Oh, and now boy. bring the front of your pelvis a little closer to the floor. And get those hips back. Get those hips back. All right, take a break. Take a break. So, if, if everyone was watching, when you see this later, your hips were definitely kind of kicked up a little bit, and that's a common compensation that we have when we have some weakness in our core. And mm -hmm. runners tend to have tight, overactive hip flexors. Um, yes. And the hip flexors will try to assist in that. So you see people do this kind of butt up type of position <laughs> yeah. when they're planking. So the, the key is to try to get almost like a nice rounded slight arch okay so people either come up too high here or they hang out and that's what you used to do hang out really low like this yes. um and eat, that's what the comment i made we can eat a bowl of chowder out of your lumbar spine right so the key to making this a little more optimal so i got my dogs hanging out here too. hey pup that's winnie hi winnie hey winnie and that's ozzy over there they hey, love when I get on the ground. Um, no, of course. So it's just a tiny bit of a 
um, like drawing in your abdominals. Come on, guys, you can get out of the way. A tiny bit of a pelvic tilt, so you're not arching and sticking the butt out too much. Yeah, I feel like my like the reason for this is quads, hip flexors, crazy tight, right. and I don't do right. I don't do enough of these planks to get good yeah. at them. You know, you gotta yeah, get yeah. that strong core going. Well, I'll tell you what, that looks better than the first time you took the run strong class. Oh, well, that's good. I'm making progress. <laughs> you are you making know? progress, man. Let's look at the that's positive here. Right, right there's exactly. Always, there's always room for improvement with everything. Right. Glass right. half full. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to kind of sum that up, we don't want to be kind of ass up towards the stars. Right. We don't want to be belly down, hanging too low. Pretty right. straight or just this nice smooth arch with your body. Just slightly, I guess what that would be, convex to the sky. Yeah. I think that's the right term. Yeah. You're like a scientist. Convex. Convex. So those are the quick tips for planks. And people always ask, how long should I hold them? I like making planks dynamic, so moving around a little bit. But you've got yeah. to gain some stability first. Mm -hmm. um, it's impressive when people can hold a plank like four or five minutes and Who's the world record holder? He did it for like days straight or something ridiculous. That's <laughs> um, unbelievable. Right. That's cool. But I'm a believer that getting in and out of the position is part of the benefit of the exercise. So yeah. I'm used to having people do 10 to 15 second holds, come down, come right back up. No resting, but there's a little bit of movement making it more dynamic. And then when that okay. gets easy, then we have them kind of lifting arms and legs and doing something uh, a little more dynamic to challenge the core. Yeah, that's what I've noticed when I do like any of these like classes when I, there's no there's never really like, hey, hold your plank for a minute or two. It's yeah. mostly like, OK, plank and then like reach out in front of you and touch and then like or, you know, try to touch your opposite toe with your opposite hand. Right, right, so yeah. like the, the movement. And then those are all great as long as you I always use the term. Um, earn the right to do those. You got you know, yeah. to be nice and stable in a um, like a nice symmetric hold before you stop moving your limbs around. Got it. Got to just like get the foundation proper. Get the foundation, man. It's all about yeah. the foundation. Foundation <laughs> performance. <laughs> all right. Before. Yeah. Uh, right. All right. So that's a common one that everyone does and talks about. Um, yes. Yes. While we're talking about core, let me, let's see your dead bugs. Um, you'll have to explain to me what a dead bug is. Okay, so you're going to lie on your back. Okay. You're going to bring both arms straight up towards the ceiling. Okay. Now, now you're going to get your hips and knees to 90 degrees. So your thighs are going to be straight up towards the ceiling. Awesome. Okay. Now get, get the legs a little bit further away from you. Right there. Okay. okay, so that that's pretty challenging already, isn't it? It is, yes. I can right. feel this like tunnel forming right here. Right. Under so my back. What we don't want is to get that tunnel. Um, we don't want a big tunnel there. And depending on how you're built, sometimes a little tunnel is okay. But if I can uh, if I can park my car in, underneath your lumbar spine, then that's not a good thing. Right. Um, so the key with this is this is the start position. This is challenging for most people. So what I want you to think about is pulling the front of your ribs down and in and trying to push your lumbar spine a little closer to the earth. Okay. That takes a little uh, more work, right? It does, yes. <laughs> now, very minimally, you're going to reach your right leg and left arm away from each other. Okay. Uh, awesome. Things are happening. 
Right. Okay. And the further you go, get switch sides. The further yeah. you go, the harder it's going to be. So just like the plank, come on back. Oh. Take a break. <laughs> All right, take a break. I like this. I'm just watching you exercise. And petting my dog, <laughs> yeah. So this is great for me. Must be great. <laughs> so, so the key with that is not letting your lumbar spine arch too much. So with the plank, because of your position, arching too low um, yep. can signify a weak core. You're not tapping into it really well. On this one, if your back comes off the ground too hard, um, too high. Uh, and if you can, those of you who know the anatomy, if you visualize this, as your leg is reaching away from you, your hip flexor is pulling up on your lumbar spine. So if you yep. don't have a strong core, your back's going to arch too much. You can get clicking and popping in the front of your hips, which isn't good. Um, I mean, it'll look really cool getting your arm all the way back and your legs like reach it all the way down to the floor. But the right. fact is you're probably not doing, probably doing more harm than good. Just kind of feeding into an improper muscle pattern and um, allowing your tight muscles to um, control the situation. Right. Cause I can feel like when I'm as, as that leg is getting like further away, yeah. I can definitely feel the like battle happening between like my lower back oh, and my core, you know? <laughs> right, like, right, right. Like this, like, they're just duking it out to like get right. that. And oh, here's what you need to do there. is the core always has to win. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You say that like so, it's super easy. <laughs> well, but you don't, don't go very far. Got so, it. The problem people have is they want to look a certain way or they see people doing it or they're in class and they want to look like they're strong. So they separate their arm and leg really far. Their back is coming off the ground. And then they end up coming in to see a therapist because they, they have a strain in the lumbar spine. They strain their hip flexor. Something happened that wasn't ideal. So yeah. it goes back to earning the right to move your arms further and further. So start, yeah. um, start by holding the position, small ranges of motion, and then work further as you uh, earn the right to do so. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you don't have to look the, like a hero. You just got to be one, you know? <laughs> right. You got to be a dead bug hero. You got to be a dead bug hero. Right. So, um, the dead so planks are key. Dead bugs, super helpful. Super um, helpful. What else do we got? All right. Let's talk about, let's go, let's go way back to some like Jane Fonda leg raises that oh, are all right. they're boring as hell. They're pretty simple, but people tend to do them wrong most of the time. So okay. we'll do like a side leg raise, and then we'll we'll go from that, and we'll talk about the clamshell, and we'll just see what your form looks like. And I appreciate you being um, transparent here and just <laughs> opening yourself up to some um, helpful criticism. <laughs> yeah, that's um, cool. it's going to help me. It's going to help people. I'm happy to do it. Right, right. So um, why don't you lie? Let's see. Yeah, lie on your side facing the camera. Okay. I'm going to lift mine up a little more here. Hold on. Should I? I'll just. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, you're going to um, lie flat to the ground. You can rest your um, head on your arm like that. Great. Okay. Now, the I bottom feel leg. A, can... a little uh, vulnerable here, you know? <laughs> you look like you're posing <laughs> for a, a male uh, fashion magazine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the bottom leg can stay bent for base of support, and I want okay. you to straight, straighten the top leg. Got it. Now, just bring it up and down a few times. Yeah, I'm just going to see what's going on. It's hard to see from this angle. But typically what happens as people start to do them 
is the leg will start to migrate forward. Like, stay looking at the camera. Can you see your your foot going up and down? I can, yes. Oh, yeah, wait, so, I'm looking at the camera? Yeah, a little bit. Right. So you're most likely in a little bit too much hip flexion. So keep okay. that knee locked straight and get the leg behind you a little more. There you go. And now oh, go up and boy. down. Yeah, that's much more difficult, Mike. Right? It's much more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happened here is... Um, two mistakes people make or compensations that they're not paying attention. They'll allow the leg come, to come too far forward. Um, yeah. And it targets different muscles, not that that's a bad exercise. So it's kind of right. weird. I prefer either a little bit behind you or yep. way out in front. So bring your leg way out in front, almost like it, your thighs are well, on top of each other. Yeah, now go up and down there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> right? ain't, that ain't easy. No. Um, so those are the somewhere between those two angles, maybe as much as 90 degrees of hip flexion and then more neutral or into slight extension. Those are typical yeah. the areas that are um, weakest on most runners. So that's a real target. I feel like when I try to put it behind me, I want to, I want to do this. I yeah. this like, roll. <laughs> right. right. So, so you might've been, you might've been a little too far behind it. Uh, you know, I apologize. It's hard to, for me to see the angle here on the phone. Yeah. Um, but if the, if it's in front, and your toe is turned up towards the ceiling. A lot of people, yep. as they start to get tired, they'll turn, they'll kind of drop the top butt cheek back a little bit, and oh, then they'll okay. turn the foot up. So it almost acts like we're, we're in a little too much hip flexion. And again, gotcha. what a lot of, especially runners, what we'll do is we'll try to tap into the tension in our quad and our hip flexor and use that for some artificial strength. Yeah, because it seems like for me, that's where it hurts a lot or like is like fired up. You know, as you, when you're doing the exercise, yeah, when I'm doing it, it's this right, right here. Yeah, so you might just be overusing like what's called the TFL or your hip flexor or the top of your quad, um, yeah. and then you know when we get, if I've ever saw you in person, we would kind of tease that out and try to get your glute med, which is basically just so if you had a back pocket, so it's yep. the outside of the back pocket or slightly in front of the back pocket is where you should be feeling most of that work. Interesting. I wonder why, like, is it just because I don't, uh, why am I using this as opposed to using what I'm supposed it's, to? It's a, it's a very common compensation. If you yeah. look up like TFL overwork or TFL compensation for weak glute need, there's a couple thousand articles and YouTube videos and people that are talking about it. It's uh, pretty common, especially with runners. Not oh, okay. a big deal. So, right. so if you were in the clinic for an injury, we would probably dry needle that TFL to get rid of those trigger points. Same yep. thing with the glute med, show you ways to um, really tap into the gluteus medius instead of the TFL. I mean, we need all the muscles to be working, but you don't want to overuse the TFL, which is very common and leads to like um, hip issues, especially in females because their pelvis is a little bit wider. Got it. Okay. Come a what's little bit this, closer. Uh, it's blurry. What's this clamshell thing we, you were talking about? <laughs> clamshell. All right. So... Same start position, except you're going to bend both legs, just like your bottom leg is. Okay. All right. You got that playgirl pose going on. <laughs> good. <laughs> so okay. now you're going to keep your feet touching. The thing about keeping yep. the, like your two big toes touching the whole time, don't yep. let your pelvis or your spine move, and then just lift your top knee off the bottom one and come back down. Hence the name okay. clamshell. Got it. All right. I'm going to check you out here as you're doing wow. it. <laughs> so what we're working on here, external rotators of the hip, some abductors of the hip, kind of in that back pocket, outside of the back pocket area we talked about before. Yep. So keep going as I'm talking here. You can kind of, when you start to feel the, 
the work. Let us know where you feel it. Um, common mistake yep. people will make here is they'll move their pelvis. So your pelvis okay. is stacked, like your hip, your, I can't tell because it's backwards. Is that your right hip on top? It is, yes. Yeah, so your right hip is directly on top of your left, you know, and you get the pelvis in between. As yeah. you open the knee, sometimes people will do this, and the, the pelvis kind of rotate back as the knee comes up. Uh, we don't want that. We want your pelvis rock solid. Yeah. And by keeping your pelvis rock solid, we're awakening pelvic stabilizers and deep lumbar stabilizers while we're working. <laughs> Don't just push me over. <laughs> Come on, Winnie, big brute. Um, while we're working dynamically, the hip external rotators and adductors, which are extremely important for so many injuries. Oh, all right. Cool. Well, I am starting to feel it kind of back here a bit. Awesome. That's this what we want. general area. Yeah, there's a little bit want. of something in here as well, okay. but I don't so know you... if that's a good thing or not. Um, you could have a tight adductor. <laughs> that sounds right. Tight everything. You, right? Tight everything. It could be a tight adductor. It could be your hip capsule a little bit tight. Um, you should never like feel it in there more and more as you do it. That's not the, the more pain, more gain type of sensation. Got it. Right? Okay. Oh, clamshells. <laughs> All right, so we did a couple of hip things, a couple of core things. So we let's uh, let's talk about a couple of stretches when we'll end okay. there. How we doing on t how we doing on time? Uh, we got let's see nine forty eight. I got a few minutes. Yeah, we got uh, let's see uh, about ten minutes. All right, so let me lower my guy down here a little bit. So let's. Are you there? I see you. Missed you for a minute. That's all right. I am. Right. I'm here. Good. I'm here. Welcome back. Um, so, <laughs> hip flexor stretch. Everyone needs a hip flexor stretch. Always. We all sit too much, drive too much, and with running, the hip flexors get overused. So it's a very common uh, muscle that requires a little bit of attention. So, mm -hmm. can you see my full body from there? I can see most of it. I just can't see that leg that's planted, you know. All right, let's get it a little lower here. Sorry for my uh, technical difficulties. That's <laughs> okay. All right, can you see my dogs wrestling over there? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're getting after it. <laughs> All day long. <laughs> All day long. All right, hopefully that's better. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Just a FedEx guy. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> so hip flexors are in the front of the hip here. So what most people do, they'll get into this half kneel position like you do. Okay, do, do it the like you did. Now, how would you, what would you do at this point to stretch? What would, it, what would be a typical movement for you? Uh, this way. Okay. So what yeah. are you feeling? I can feel a, like my quad and hips stretchy. Okay, perfect. So come on back so your uh, thigh that you're kneeling on is vertical. Okay, okay. that looks good. Now yep. get nice and tall like someone's pulling you up from the from your cranium. Yep. Now I want you to try to do the pelvic tilt. So if your belt line was a cup of water, you want to spill yep. the water out the backside. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. It's not, it's not happening. It's not. There's no water. Like the water is just hanging out in there. I think. <laughs> Dude, what do you feel when you try to do it? <laughs> it's just like that same like quad, is just Perfect. like screaming at me. Right, right, right. So I would prefer you doing it this way with the pelvic tilt. Even though it might not be tilting much, the fact that you're feeling a little in the quad. So if you mm -hmm. attempt to do the pelvic tilt and you're doing it right, you'll feel more stretch in the front of your thigh, which is awesome. The yeah. reason I like that better than just kind of lunging forward this way, yeah. one, you're going to take some strain off your lumbar spine from the tight hip flexor, similar to some of the other exercises we talked about. Two, okay. we're going to activate your deep anterior spinal stabilizers, your deep abdominals, because you need to control them to fight the tension from your hip flexor and quad. So ah. it's actually a low-level core exercise and an awareness exercise while you're opening up the front of the hip. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, kneeling, like my, my, my kneecaps aren't as um, cushy as they used to be when I was 15 years old. So kneeling it can be uncomfortable for a long period of time. Yeah. You can roll up the mat, get a pad, put your sneaker there, do something just to kind of uh, cushion that up so it's a little more comfortable. Does it matter saw, if my, t my toe's flat or pointed? Yeah, I saw that. You'll probably get more stretch. If your quad is tight, you'll feel more stretch when you point the toe under like you are now. Oh, yeah. yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it brings the tibia a little bit higher, right? Yeah, Which I is like a this. good stretch. I like this one. Yeah. So, I I, like again, that. I would encourage everyone, activate the core first, a little bit of a pelvic tilt. Because if, let's see if you can see here. But if I don't do that, as I come forward, I get this. The, like the, my front core just kind of opens up, my rib cage flails, my pelvis drops forward. Sooner or yeah. later, your lumbar spine is going to be a little bit angry. So by keeping this engaged, I call it the drawbridge. So keeping mm -hmm. your pelvis and your uh, front of your rib cage engaged and connected through your abdominals, now yeah. you're protecting your lumbar spine, you're activating that core, and you'll get a little more stretch out to the hip. Cool. That's a good yeah. tip, Mike. Because every, like, I actually, I just did, like, a little strength sesh in the community room there. And afterwards, they'd have you do stretches. And they told right. they were, like, do this move. Right. Stretch your thing. So I'm going to be, like, nope. I ain't doing that. <laughs> so for, for some people, it might be fine. But I've seen people actually sprain the front of their hip joint because they're just, those people tend to be a little more flexible or they compensate mm -hmm. really well but they're just kind of cranking the front of that femur and the front of their hip joint a little too much. Um, yeah. And they can just, they can cause, they're putting, the, putting themselves a little more of a risk of a capsular injury in there, which we don't want. No, sir. Capsular no. injury sounds awful. <laughs> they're never fun. <laughs> no. um, mm -hmm. What else you got for me, Mike? I think we got time for one more. If, if, one more? If you got something. Right. Yeah, so we'll go keep it real simple. Um, yeah, calf cool. stretch. Oh, all right. All right. So you're going to stand up and you're going to turn away from the camera. All right. Let me just tilt this. I'm, I'm just going to make an Instagram joke. Well, it is Instagram. So you, we need to see your butt because everyone just shows their butt on Instagram. Oh, yes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Do, is this sure. like a good angle or that's, do that's I need a, to get further per, away? No, you're good right there. Do you so, need me clo closer? No, I think we're good. So okay. like a, a typical runner stretch, um, you know, you would do it up against a wall or hands on a table or something. So we'll pretend your hands are on the wall. So go ahead and okay. do um, a typical calf stretch. All right. Boom. Hands are on the wall. Calf stretch. Right. All right. So from it's hard to see because you're a little blurry that far away, but don't move. 
So from okay. here, it looks like your back foot is turned out a little bit. Oh, it is. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kick that heel out so the foot is pointed straight ahead more. Okay. Good. Now cool. make sure that that knee is locked perfectly straight. Fire your quad. Yep. Okay, so locked. the quad is fired. Your knee is extended as far as it can be. Your foot is pointed straight ahead. Now I want you to think almost like you're dropping the heel down into yeah. the ground a little more, and then you bend that front leg and you lean into the wall. Oh, okay. Wowzers, yeah, that's something. Yeah. And when the, with the wall there, sometimes I'll get my hand high on the wall and almost use my hands to push that heel down to make sure I'm really lengthening through the Achilles. So like and, higher up this way? Yes, exactly. And then think about if you're pressing the wall, you would kind of push your whole body down into that back heel. Oh, okay, got it. Right. So the mistake most people make is they turn their foot out a little bit and they allow their knee to bend slightly. So yeah. there's, which is nothing, nothing awful, but when you turn your foot out, you're just avoiding the dorsiflexion motion and you're just rolling yeah. up the inside of your foot. So most people do that. They think they're doing a great stretch, but they're actually compensating. Interesting. And what, yeah. so like I've, I've had coaches tell me to bend that back, back knee for something. Right. Why would so, they tell me to do that? <laughs> so um, they're trying to get you to target the soleus muscle. So okay. the, the, the calf, which is basically the lower leg, the back of the lower leg, is made up of two major muscles. The gastroc, which is what you see. So if you yeah. were to do a heel raise and you see that nice double-bellied muscle in the back of people that have really nice calves, that's the gastroc. The next mm -hmm. muscle deeper to that is your soleus. So the soleus doesn't cross your knee joint, so you can allow the knee to bend so it puts your, your gastroc on slack. So the mm -hmm. outside muscle will shorten up a little bit, and then you can get more stretch onto the soleus. So depending oh, okay. on the foot, depending on the injury, sometimes the soleus is tighter than the calf. So we'll mm -hmm. have you do the same thing you just did. We just bring your back foot a little closer. So let me see, I'll, I'll, I'll demonstrate here. So yep. calf stretch normally, you know, lock knee straight, pushing that heel down, coming in this way. So with the soleus, you come a little bit closer, keeping yep. the heel down, foot straight ahead, everything else is the same but now you bend the knee and it's almost like you're dropping forward, but don't let the heel come up. And typically what you'll do is you'll feel a lower stretch down towards the Achilles and you'll feel it a little wider on the bottom of the lower leg versus back up in here in the calf when the knee is straight. Ah, interesting. All right. All right. How cool. was that? That was great, Mike. I learned so much. Good. Awesome. Yeah. And I like that when you did it, you kind of look like a mime kind of. You were very good. You were very good at that. So all my um, old breakdancing skills coming out. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Right. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that was super helpful for me anyway. So awesome. hopefully it's helpful for other folks watching. Um, Hope so. And uh, yeah, I appreciate all the all the help here. And uh, you can, you were very nice in your criticisms. I didn't feel too like, you know threatened which is nice. you suck what are yeah, you you're doing like that we, we don't yeah, we try was, not to do that <laughs> yeah it was, it was nice good um cool I'm working on and it. uh yeah it was nice to meet winnie and ozzy is it ozzy yeah ozzy and, and winnie yeah what kind of doggies are those so winnie i don't know if you can see her here when you come on up she's a standard poodle she is a puppy she's not even two years and then ozzy come here ozzy this little guy here <laughs> he's a australian terrier poodle mix well they're both adorable they are adorable he's a punk 
and she's yep. absolutely nuts, but she's super smart. She's smarter than me. Yeah, she. Yeah. Well, we should have are. her on the podcast or on the uh, Instagram next week. She, she's going to give uh, butt sniffing tips next week. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Okay. All right, man. This was fun. All right. Well, thank you again, and uh, I'll see you next week. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, thanks. See you all. We'll see ya. Ciao.